0: Here's the problem with flights from New York to Seattle. Let me be Mm -hmm. honest with you. Mm -hmm. Flights to Seattle leave New York at a good and normal time. Flights from Seattle to New York, you have two options. You can leave early in the morning or you can leave at 10 p.m. And there is no middle ground. I swear to God, every time I look, I'm like, oh, oh, these are these are our options. And I don't want to like spend i i would rather have a whole day with my brother or my mom in seattle yeah no than, i know and leave you're in not the wrong uh, on a normal you're not, th- wrong. not like, a red eye
1: flight <laughs> <laughs> and, and i've look i i've done the red eye to new york many times um and it, I've done it primarily because then I could get a, a lay flat seat in a, in business class. But <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That that, that that's. Well, but that's a different scenario because if I'm going to be flying that long overnight, like I'm not sitting. in I'm not <laughs> doing. I'm just not. Can Can you
0: sleep on planes?
1: Because I oh, absolutely I sleep, cannot.
0: Yo, when we got on that plane, uh, I think as soon as we were able to put down our tray tables. Every single person in my row put their tray table down, went face first. <laughs> like I got up at one point, I looked over and both of my neighbors were just like flat, like lying like cats do, you know, with their faces straight yeah. down on the table. And then I was like, you know what? Yep. And I put my face back down and I slept. I, I was honestly so lucky. So I, I think I told you this. Um, oh, let me, let me, let me tell you a little more about this. Hello and welcome to Rocket <laughs> Accelerated Geek Conversation. Uh, this episode is brought to you by me, refreshing the page that tells me who it is brought to you by. It's brought to you by Rocket Money and Squarespace. Woo. That's a that's a good name. It's a really good name. I love that's the name, good service too. personally. Yeah, and it's I, a good I'm, service, too, actually. I can't wait to tell you about it. I'm Simone de Rochefort, supervising video producer at Polygon. And I'm here today with Brianna Wu, Executive Director of Rebellion Pack, and Christina Warren, Senior Cloud Advocate. Nope, Senior Developer Advocate at uh-huh. GitHub. Sorry, I was accessing some old files there in my brain. Uh, We have a super exciting show for you this week. One that's never been heard or done before. Uh, We're going to be going through our top uh, (laughs) products and best things and worst things from 2022. It's January, early January as we record this. So you're going to hear all about our reflections on the year. And then uh, for our Subscribers, our boosties, beloved boosties, who went to relay.fm/slash membership and learned how to support us directly and are getting an ad-free version of the show. I'm going to be talking about some book community drama that oh is Oh my god, it's so good! Bonkers. This is
2: really good. In fact, you should go subscribe to Rocket Booster just to listen <laughs> to this. Segment. Honestly, it is that crazy.
1: It's honestly. Nutty. Honestly, I I caught up just a tiny bit, and then I had to like stop myself from going deep because I was like, no, Simone's going to tell us all about mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. and I this is the sort of drama, the sort of niche drama, I think is probably the correct term. And we're we're coming into this before a one-hour YouTube
0: explainer exists, and we all are. I, I wish that I were watching that explainer right now instead <sighs> of talking to you two. Even though I do love you, but I want no, I'm I'm
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm completely with you. I'm just saying that this is the sort of niche drama that I think really all three of us really like live on and like like love and so and this is so perfectly Simone this topic Mm -hmm. so again happy new year everyone the the economy is doing kind of rough podcast advertisements not that great so uh be a boosty and get extra content that's that's my plug. the economy
0: Uh, I don't know anything about that uh anyway i I do want to talk more about my flight but instead of doing that let's get into our i want
1: to hear i want to hear about this you want to hear about how delta
0: treated me like an animal i I just i do actually because (laughs) they
1: don't because they treat me incredibly well so i definitely want to hear about this this
2: This is this is uh, let's stay on topic here the topic at hand is why simone doesn't respect herself oh yeah and why you take red eyes that is the subject at hand. So this is how I feel about it. I am an adult woman, and there is a price I pay when I stay up literally all night long. I unfortunately am not a 17-year-old at the rave anymore mm-hmm. doing every drug I can find. So true. <laughs> and, and uh, <laughs> you know, I just I just have to respect myself. Yeah. So it feels like when you take a red eye, you're making a decision is going to F up your professional life right after that.
0: Yes, and I wish I could dispute this, but as you know, I did just tell you that when I got home from the red eye, which I slept through, I then went back to sleep for like an additional six hours.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are, were you doing so, every drug you could get your hands on on the and red you eye? You know,
0: the worst <laughs> part about it is that I wasn't because I, again, okay. checked my Valium accidentally. I, I've done every single time I have taken a flight in the last year, I've been like, oh, boy, I've got this leftover Valium. I'm going to pop half a pill and sleep like a baby. And every single time I have accidentally checked it. And uh, I,
1: I, I don't know what's okay. wrong with me at this point. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I'm, I'm going to give you a pro tip right now. Yes. And I feel like I can give this one legally because I'm going to say to do this in Seattle and pretend like this advice would not also work other places. If it places, involves but weed, it,
0: I don't like it. Well, it involves edibles. I don't like
1: them. Oh, okay. Because see, honestly, one of my favorite things to do is to take an edible in the lounge before I get on the flight. Oh my God. And then it's, then it kicks in when I get on the plane. And then you guys, I just, I just, I, I just have a great I, I six regret hours. That th- I wish that would work on me. I wish it would.
0: I know that it won't. I um, I'm so happy for you. Bliss. What
2: if, like, I mean, you know, edibles are unpredictable, right? I don't have a lot of experience with them. But I just know a lot of weird stuff can happen on a flight. And considering there are Sky Marshals potentially uh, I involved, like, I would like only have my
0: facilities. Weed has become yeah. like increasingly legalized. Like the yeah. dosage and predictability of edibles has risen quite yes. a bit is my
1: understanding for my friends uh, who take them like okay. for yeah, anxiety. That's definitely my experience. Like the thing is is that I wouldn't try like a new one. But if I because 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 different ones work differently. But like there are gummies, chews, whatever. Um, uh, Washington State technically doesn't do gummies, but we will do shoes. It's a stupid. What thing is the difference? Every anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it's dumb. It they, they think that things that are like aimed at children, which I guess oh, like Oh, I see. So like candy cigarettes kind of situation, right? I I guess except it's it's dumb. Anyway, California has everything and they deliver, but <laughs> um, and it, it it's bet it's just so good, but. Um, I had Christmas cookies when I was in San Francisco. Anyway, side tangent. Anyway, they're really good. Anyway. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with you at this point. I think that if you know what type it is, like they're pretty reliable, like, you know what impact it's going to have. So I take one that I know exactly, like basically I'm just going to be like, nothing's going to bother me and I'm probably going to be able to sleep, especially if I have like a mimosa, I'm that's just going to be well, like, that's because it's just, you it's are great.
0: a like sky priority customer, aren't you?
1: I'm a diamond
2: medallion. So yeah. Maybe it's just me. I, I, I've only done edibles, I think three or four times, but they just have been very unpredictable in how high I've gotten. I mean, and mm-hmm. sometimes I've just gone and I've, I've, I've slept for a long time. Yep. And other times I've just been on full hallucination trip. And I can imagine the crying babies of a flight, like oh, inducing yeah. that something could be that's going to traumatize me for a long time.
1: Yeah, no, for, for, for sure. Um, it, again, if you're not like comfortable with like what the impact is going to be, I wouldn't recommend like trying it as a first time thing, but like, no. No. I know that there are certain <laughs> things, but it's just going to make me tired. There are some that are, or, or it's going to make me chill out and just be like very zen and there are going to be some that might like be different or whatever. So for me, it's just, it it it's, it's, that's my pro tip. If you don't have Valium, because uh, I do not have Allium um, or Xanax well, or actually, anything like that. Well, actually, you know that. what, Christina, this wouldn't solve the problem at all because I would accidentally check the edibles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and that,
1: that and see, C- uh, C- a- no, yeah, exactly. And, th- and that could actually be more of a problem because the thing is. Then I is would that, be like, transporting contraband. Uh, well, yeah, because it's, it's federal. So, yeah, so the thing is, is that like. I don't think they care that much in the Washington state airports, which again, like if you've got one in your pocket or like in your carry on or whatever, like they're individually wrapped, like it would take a lot and they had bigger things to deal with. So they don't care. But, um, yeah, I would not be somebody who would uh, accidentally checking your edibles. That, that, that would be a choice. Mm
0: hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Don't do that. So, yeah. so Simone, um, they don't work for you anyway. Stay away from that. So unfortunately my advice doesn't work for Simone might work for some of you though. Doesn't seem like it'll work for me either, but it does work for me. I do have to say, like, now, that's my favorite way to fly.
0: Christina, as a frequent Delta customer, can you yes. guess how many classes board before they let basic economy on the plane? Uh, okay. Well, oh. first of all, first <laughs> of all, why are you flying basic economy? That, that's number one. I, it, uh, there's this amount of money that I want to spend on plane tickets, okay. and that's the okay. number. <laughs>
1: Okay, if it is it's it's genuinely it's like a thirty dollar difference. It it I don't believe it is. It it is. It's 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 like under fifty dollars usually between basic economy and, and main cabin. And it is, in my opinion, never worth it to in any you don't even earn miles. You don't even earn points. It's it's a terrible way to fly, Simone. I'm so disappointed in you. Well, my credit card. No, not on Delta, though. You don't earn status if you fly basic economy. Fair enough. Um, Which, which if I don't know, are there five, six? I don't know because I board first always. So I don't know. There are six.
0: Oh my families with children i i was uh, standing okay, there okay okay
2: yeah no i'm not guess. gonna get
0: an answer simone's not gonna learn a lesson let's get on with the <laughs> all show all right okay That's let's go opinion. let's go let's go okay welcome to our end of the year review it's rocket we talk about tech on the show and airplanes are the best technology i know <laughs> we're gonna start today with uh our apple product reviews so as you know if you've listened to this show for a while we are our uh aficionados of uh, the <laughs> Apple uh, world. Um, and so we we feel we have opinions on these things. So we're going to start off today with a positive, positive topic. Best Apple product. Um, and I'm going to flip a coin here on who's going to start our roundtable. We're all going to suggest something and then we're going to chat it out. We're going to knock one out and then we're going to choose the best of the remaining two. So, cool. Uh, Brianna, why don't you... Tell us your nominee for best Apple Product of 2022.
2: Well, you know, this is this is a really, really tough decision. And for that, I would like uh Christina to go first.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. No, as as so, so just to kind of, I guess, maybe like list for people like what some of the new products were. Uh, there was the uh Apple Studio display, there was the iPhone 14, 14 Pro Max, 14 Plus. Uh, the new, um, MacBook air, Air, uh, the, yeah, the new redesigned MacBook air, the M two MacBooks, AirPod, uh, Apple watch eight, uh, Apple watch ultra and, um, AirPods pros twos. So my choice is, and I, I bought a studio display, an iPhone and, um, AirPods and did I buy anything else? I think that was it. Um, my choice though is for, um, the, oh, I did get a new Apple watch. Yeah, that, um, I, my, my choice is the AirPod Pros 2s. Ooh, that's a good one. So what do you like about that device? So AirPods came out six years ago and I, it's actually funny, you know, I got them for my mom for Christmas, the first year that they were available, or maybe it was the second Christmas or whatever. I got them for her as soon as they were available and she loves them. And I think I've bought her th- three pairs over the years and she actually listened to, keeps them in her ears at night and like will switch pairs when she wakes up in the middle of the night. You know, one is now dead and she'll put another pair in. She loves them. They're a great device. And I love the AirPod Pros. I thought that they fit a little bit better. Um, I liked the noise canceling a lot. Not good enough for an airplane, but good enough for most scenarios. AirPod Pros 2's improved in every single way. Um, there's a, a smaller um, ear tip. So for people with very small ears like me, you can get an even better seal. Um, the the noise canceling, though, is just phenomenal. Um, I, I didn't think that it was possible for them to improve it the way they did. And it, they, it, they're so good. Like, I, they actually, I still would prefer to use um, um, over ear um, mm-hmm. earphones on a plane, but they would absolutely be serviceable um, to, to use on a, on a flight. Um, and, and the transparency mode continues to be just great. Uh, battery life is, is better. There's now like a, um, a a, a thing on the side so you can, like, put, you know, um, it on a lanyard or something, which makes it easier to get onto keychains and whatnot. The same $250 price point, a, a genuine upgrade, honestly. Like, I think that if you're looking for the best all-around wireless earbuds, they're AirPod Pro 2s, and, I've and they're I've been thinking great. about them basically nonstop
0: for a little while because I – Yeah, so – the AirPods that you two both so lovingly purchased for me, the mic has stopped working. On oh them. no. Mm-hmm. Because I dropped them on the floor too many times because I won't yeah. take them out of my ears when I'm like changing my shirt and I keep getting yep. them stuck in my collar and flinging them across the room. I'm so sorry. Um, I do still use them every single day because uh, I do love them. But I've been thinking, I've been thinking, like, gosh. Well, I, I have would some really, really bad news. This for is you, not so me now. dropping a hint to you two, by the
2: way. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I did just want to say I have some really bad news for you. because yeah. like if you look at what Apple brought to market this year, you know, the iPad Air, I think it's it's mostly more of the same. Like it's, it's very competent. And I think it's a really good substitute for the uh, iPad Pro, uh, which is badly aged at this point. Uh, but it's not a breakthrough. The mm-hmm. M2 MacBook is obviously fantastic. Uh, the new generation of it. Uh, you know, but it's it's just not like a product of the year. Um, Apple Watch Ultra. Yeah, you know, weirdly, of all of us here, I, I probably use like my Apple Watch for fitness the most. I just, I think this thing is so large and it is the, yeah. it really is it's the massive. hummer of
0: fitness watches. Do you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Though, oh I, yeah, I do say, too it big look, even for Christina. It, it looks kind of, uh, I think it like on a oh, small massive wrist, on my wrist, it looks
2: kind of cute. Like it's so large, it's adorable, if that makes sense, but like not usable at all. Either. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, I really think it's like, the best product that Apple brought out this year really are those AirPods. And it's it's the price point is accessible for most people. Um, you know, we all teleconference. So, you know, the AirPod accessibility, that's very helpful. The mic in it is good. The transparency is good. The sound quality is good. It pairs very easily. Just top to bottom, uh, a fantastic product. And I, I don't think there's any competition here.
0: I I acknowledge that this is both of your votes. However, I would like to posit the M2 MacBook Air as our nominee that will be, I guess, discarded, just because it is that... It it kind of embodies, I think, what we've been asking for from an entry-level MacBook for a while. Like, it is it's fast, uh, it is it in, you know, a, a nice normal price range, especially compared to, I think, a product that we'll talk about in the next category, like mm-hmm. fast processor, good price, uh, good display, and uh, MagSafe coming back to the MacBook Air, um, great battery life, etc. So it, it, to me, I feel like this, um, along with, I think last the not last year's but the year before last year's ipad air that i also got feel like really nice respectful entry-level models of products that you could get a, a more expensive fancier version of but like it, it they are products that understand who needs to use them they have a good price point and they're just like incredibly functional which is pretty much what i look for when i look at apple products that being said i do acknowledge that you have both voted for the airpods and i don't want to argue with that because i think that they are great and i desire them and i mean if we're talking about price points like that 250 is even that that is so eminently reasonable even to me a person who famously doesn't
1: spend money No, I know. It, you know, I think it is. It's one of those things that I think at first some people would think, ah, oh, $250, that's a lot for, for um, earphones until you use them. And you know yeah. from having had AirPods, which you did not want. And then like, I was like, they're on sale on Amazon. I'm sending them to you. And and uh, even the, given your dislike of Amazon, I was like, I, I, they're on sale <laughs> here. We're, we're sending them to you because I knew you would love them. I knew they would change your and life. You're I, right. I, I, I've I, I've often commented that I think the AirPods are, like, kind of the new iPod in, in a way. Mm. And um, I do agree with you, though. Thank you for the honorable mention, I think, for the MacBook, the M2 MacBook Air, because I do think that that is a redesign and a class of computer that, you know, look, the MacBook Air was the best-selling Apple laptop, like, for basically forever. And I think that the redesign model that added a lot of the niceties of the 14 and 16-inch models to the you know, more entry level thing. I think again, like it, it kind of shows like that's Apple's sweet spot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so, so I think that that's a great like honorable mention. But yeah, the AirPods are they do they change your life. Like two fifty is yeah. Actually do you know how reasonable. less often I get stuck on doorknobs now that
0: I don't have a, <laughs> <Right>? a
1: cord? <laughs> well, and I mean, I'm on the phone way more often, and it Facetime way more often. Yeah for weirdly like you know what i'm
0: not doing now that my microphone is broken being on the phone and on facetime my parents are suffering because i can't call (laughs) (laughs) okay uh okay so the winner of best apple product of 2022 the second gen airpods pro now we're gonna take a brief break while i tell you that this episode of rocket is brought to you by rocket money If your New Year's goals are to manage your budget better and save money, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like that streaming service you bought just to watch one show on, or that free trial that you never even used. Uh, Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones that you don't want. And canceling subscriptions is just as easy as a click of a button. Just find the subscription that you don't want and press cancel, and Rocket Money. We'll cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. It's done. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So I, let the the ease of this actually stunned me because I logged in and I like put in, you know, I connected it to my credit card and I connected it to my bank account. And then it immediately, like, uh, I've had other things before that were like they needed to track your spending for a few months. No, this was immediately like, all right, here are all your subscriptions that you Here are your recurring payments. I can see them. I know what they are. I'm presenting them up to you. What do you want to do? Like, do you want to do anything with these? Um, and immediately I was like, oh, like, God, I just haven't used Nintendo Switch's online services since Animal Crossing was huge. OK, it's finally time for me to cancel that. Um, and. Like genuinely when I say that it'll do it for you like it will that you can click on it and it'll have a basically an option to say like hey we're we're gonna we'll cancel this for you but then if you want to do it manually it has instructions on like okay here's what you do like if you want to cancel this manually. Go to like this place in the eShop and do this and do this and do this. And I just I think that that is so useful. Obviously, I know personally how to cancel Nintendo Switch online. Um, However, sometimes hunting for those things can be really, really difficult. Um, So for me, the fact that it both either could do it automatically or say like, okay, here's how you do it if you want to do it. I thought that was super super cool. So <laughs> I really I enjoyed saving some money today, as I do every day. <laughs> uh, stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to RocketMoney.com/rocket. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y.com/rocket. RocketMoney.com/rocket our thanks to Rocket Money for their support of this show and Relay FM. Ba-da-da-da. All right, let's talk about bad things. Worst yeah. Apple product of the year. <laughs> um, Brianna, do you want to resume going I first certainly for this do. One? I love oh, going I off on do. bad products. <laughs> I do.
2: I do. Mm-hmm. So, just to give people a little bit of a background on this, Apple used to make amazing displays, right? Just, just historically when they came out with the cinema display back in like, what, what era was that Christina? And that was like the G It wasn't the yeah. G4 Mac days. It was the power I, PC I, days, right?
1: I think it was like the G3 I think is when the first cinema display came out, but I don't know. They might've had standalone displays before that, but I remember the first like LCD cinema display yeah. being like the, 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 um, the, the, like a, the Sawtooth uh, a G3 Mac, the Tower Macs that were, that were Bondi Blue. It, that's, it was, that's what it I was remember.
2: A, it was the, like, sports car of displays. It was deeply envied. Like, you saw that and you just thought it was, like, very apparent. Someone was, like, probably a professional uh, graphics editor or video editor. You know, it just really brought over some cachet. Um, you know, and Apple did this for a while. They had the Thunderbolt display and the Apple Cinema display mm-hmm. uh, before this. I had that, I had two of them actually, they were my monitor for many, many years. And then that product line just kind of went away. Apple started seeding that space uh, for many years when you would, you know, go onto the Apple site and you would say, look, I want a, a monitor of my Mac mini. Um, You would have to buy like a a Samsung display with it, which just it it breaks the mojo, right? So a lot of people were really, really psyched for Apple to return to the display space. Uh, And I think people wanted to do it at like a, a reasonable price point and that's what which the pro
1: display xdr is not it is absent <laughs> just, just beyond <laughs> it, it, it,
2: overpriced
1: it, it's like so, a $5000 com- it, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's so, yeah it's crazy
2: the nano this freaking into the nano coating on it so when the studio display was announced i think people were really excited about that this has been a bad product for apple for many many reasons i mean it's i think the the screen quality on it most people are you know they think it's They think it's solid, like it's 5K. But the webcam in it has gotten a ton of criticism. It's just not up to standards. And, you know, I know you'll talk about your own setup you have with that. I think the overall feeling is with it that there are plenty of really, really good monitors you can get that are large and 5K for under $1,000. So for Apple to be bringing this to market we needed them to go the extra mile, and they just didn't with this. Which I think this is the most
0: disappointing Apple product of the year.
1: Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I think that's a very
0: strong contender. My nominee, however, is the thirteen-inch M two MacBook Pro that uses okay. the same chassis that has the Touch Bar from the our the beloved machines that were put to death. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, god, when was that? I I don't even remember. 2017, 2018. Um just so this is a this is a another this is a confusing product. I would argue that perhaps yours is worse. This one is more confusing. And we covered this extensively when it came out, a like very expensive machine, like obviously more expensive, you know, than another I think laptop of its caliber not as expensive as the four or the 15 inch and 16 inch ones but with a strange old body a Mm -hmm. blindingly fast beautiful new chip existing in a weird place where it's like uh, who is who is this for because I think the pro community doesn't need this the casual, like regular laptop users have the air, which as I said last time is the perfect, a perfect laptop beloved. Totally. Um so why why this? And it's just I mean, it, it seems that they're clearly just trying to get rid of uh old uh whatchamacallit, <laughs> uh form factors. Like oh we shoot, we have some old chassis, let's let's ship it out and call it a 13-inch M2 mm-hmm. MacBook Pro. Put a new chip in there. Confusing product. This is my nominee. It'll soon be on the chopping block, I am sure, if not already.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I commented when we talked about this extensively when it came out. Like, this is a product that I firmly, and I'm going to say this in Jason Snell's annual Apple report Woo-hoo. card thing. This is this is a product that I, I fundamentally don't think needs to exist, and I don't know why it exists because I think that for every single person out there, you would have you be better off with a MacBook Air or with a 14-inch MacBook Pro. You either need to go up to the MacBook Pro 14-inch, which is going to give you a lot more power, more RAM um, options, and, and other things, um, or you need to be completely content with the MacBook Air. But there's no reason for that product to exist. I totally agree. Having said that, I bought a studio display. I spent $1,600 on a studio display yeah. and then 200 dollars on an Ergotron yeah. arm and uh, because I got the VESA option, because here's the thing with Studio Display, it is a bad product. It is a wonderful monitor. I'm not going to say that the monitor is not good. However, um, and 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 I will I will quibble with one thing you said, Brie. There are actually not a lot of 5K monitors out there. Um, the LG UltraFine is the only other option. Samsung did announce this week at CES that they are coming out with their own 5K monitor, which will mm-hmm. almost certainly use the same LG panel. It's going to be great. I don't care what the price is. I would say sight unseen, even though it runs Tizen, that's probably going to be better because it'll be cheaper than getting a studio display.
2: So the, the that's, monitor that's itself is fair. great. I yeah Okay. I misspoke, but to be fair, I don't think 4k is a huge selling point over 5k. I I just, I,
1: for, well, yeah. for some people, for some people, for me, it is actually really? for me. I'm yeah. For me, I'm very particular because I have a five I'm, I'm using this on a 5k iMac. I'm used to the two X retina way. The look, if you're on Windows, which handles resolutions i am gonna say it better than mac OS. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you um the way mac OS deals with weird resolutions, anything that's not pixel doubled it's not it, there's just a slight blurriness. I don't love it mm-hmm. so I wanted a five k display i had a i had an l g ultra fine that i I got from from Stephen Hackett and then I sold to someone um and then I spent sixteen hundred dollars on this. Very pretty display, uh, but there's zero reason for its price premium, especially given the fact that they spent all this time talking about the webcam. And I was like, oh, well, maybe this is a way I can self-justify what I'm going to do anyway, which is that I'm going to be buying this nearly identical display to something I already have that will look marginally better um, from a design perspective perspective. Um, and um be the resolution I want, and it'll have a good webcam, so I won't have to use my um, DSLR uh, as frequently. and and that'll be great. No, the webcam is garbage. It's absolute <laughs> garbage. It is terrible. and and it is it is the thing is is that if they'd use the same webcam that they put in the five uh, k Mac, which came out in twenty twenty, that would be wonderful. That's actually a really good 1080p webcam. If they put the same webcam that was in the new 14 and 16-inch MacBook Pros, that would be a very good webcam. Shoot, if they put the same 720p webcam that is typically in all of their old computers that is not a great webcam, that would still be better than whatever it is they put in this thing, which has the the stupid, um, what's the mode called, Uh, where it like finds your face, where it tries to like frame things for center stage, which is awful, Mm. has center stage, which is terrible. Um, The the quality is not good. They use like an iPad webcam. Why they didn't use one from an iPhone, I don't know, because again, cost can't be an issue here because this thing is super expensive. And then this is what's so frustrating about this thing and i and and i am mad at it and I'm looking at it, and it's beautiful, and I love how it looks, but I hate so many aspects of it, okay, so you can't turn it off it doesn't have a button it doesn't have a an off button but i did i i, I stole this from John Gruber is I got um uh, a um one of those like one off um i i actually ended up getting a a smart home um like a strip. Where you oh. can selectively turn on or off um, various plugs in the strip, and oh. and basically use like you know Siri or you could use Alexa or whatever, and basically say turn off my my monitor, and it'll it'll turn it off because the only way you can turn it off is either to unplug it, which for me is complicated That's because ridiculous. of how my desk is set up, or and 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 you have to turn it off like. Oh, it, sometimes you have to restart it because it has iOS built into it for some dumb reason. Updating the firmware is kind of a whole thing. It It's... A, it's it, This is overly engineered to the point that it is dumb. Also, you know, they could have added uh, multiple, you know, inputs for, for like USB-C and other stuff to charge things. Didn't do any of that. Like, it's just... It's not a great display. But the thing that I'm really going to about is the fact that this is $1,600. That is if you get it either with the VESA mount option, which means no stand, or you get it with just the the stand that cannot be adjustable. If you want to get it with an adjustable stand, you have to spend another couple hundred dollars, which I'm sorry is absurd. And even then they show off how you can like turn it, uh, you know, um, landscape mode. You can only do that (laughs) if you get the VESA option. So I will tell Uh... everybody here, if you're going to buy this monitor, and I do not recommend you get it, I'm going to say either get the LG Ultrafine, which is $500 cheaper, um, especially if you you can probably find good deals on it used. Look at whatever the Samsung one is that is going to come out. Maybe take Breeze advice because you're probably not bothered by the 4K versus 5K thing and get a really good 4K monitor. You get a much better one with higher um, uh, um, refresh rates. Or if you're, but if but if you insist on getting it, you have to get the one with the base amount and then you have to pay for a base of thing. That's the only way, in my opinion, to make this work because. Otherwise, like if, if
0: you have completely convinced me uh, that this yeah, is it's in just fact, a bad product, you you both win. <laughs> Maybe I feel like
2: trash, though, because I genuinely can barely tell the difference between these two 4K and 5K. I mean, I, I'm sorry. It just it, it's ugh.
1: no for uh, most I, people. For yeah. most people, it is not a big deal. I, I get like I'm not quite John Syracuse level, but like my I, I get obsessive about some of those things. Uh, and and I probably sit too close to the screen. But
2: you know what it probably <laughs> is? It's probably because when I when I'm using like the the times I've experienced it, it is in a gaming application. And I'm so much yes. more focused on frame rate oh. than well, I am about the it, which is really resolution more important. possible. Yeah. And, All
1: right. And, 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 we gotta, move to, and we gotta move on. Gotta move on. Yeah. I was just okay. gonna say right, and yes. gaming 4K is better anyway. But yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. All right, here we go. Next category is best tech purchase uh let's see who started last time i think from you yeah, All right, right. i,
2: I want me I, I, I kind of have yeah.
0: two nominees for this one is actual like tech tech and that is my steam deck i got a steam deck mm-hmm. last month i think early last month um i w- i've been pretty excited about this thing since you know we it first was getting reviewed and getting really really good reviews and having used it now I really, really adore it. The screen is beautiful. Navigating Steam has never felt this good. The way that it's organized to show you the games that work well on the the platform is great and then there are even games that have not necessarily been like r- optimized for steam deck but that's still work and i'm seeing people tweet about them all the time about like oh i just tried this on the steam deck and it ended up working out great um i was able to play age of empires again for the first time since i was a kid and it was so fun uh and it charges like it charging with uh usbc is so wonderful because now i have let's see the ipad air the nintendo switch and the steam deck and when I travel, I can just bring one charger for all of those things. And yep. it is so freaking nice. Uh, whereas, like, I think a year ago, like, before I got the new iPad, I was like, okay, I need you one have thing the for the Nintendo Switch. Yep. I need one thing mm-hmm. for, like, my phone. I need one thing for my laptop. And now, like, I have a MacBook that has USB-C and the iPad, Steam Deck, Switch. It is it is really wonderful. Um, So I, I, I do enjoy this, I guess, Maybe brief period of unity of chargers. Uh, Still need lightning for the phone, obviously. Whatever. It's fine. So I love that's this. team. going to change, deck. I was that'll, even... that'll change next year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. For the better. Yay, for me. And I, I think it's probably going to be time for me. But anyway, that's a future <laughs> future Simone problem. Or question. <laughs> Improvement. expenditure, Um... One more thing about the Steam Deck, I was able to like go into the desktop of it and put uh, Xbox Game Pass on it. I did not get to the point of actually installing a game yet because we changed what we were going to stream that day. So I didn't end up needing to. But it was cool. It was cool to do a little bit of like following a tutorial and coding it. So I really, really enjoyed that. Um, My second nominee, which I'll touch on briefly, is that I finally got a freaking laptop stand. For my the table that I put my laptop on, because like I've always been, you know, sitting there with my wrists like dangling off the thing, um, staring down at my laptop. I finally got the Minder laptop tower. Uh, I got it from Brookstone, um, which is my the non Amazon vendor that ended up having the product. I love this thing. It's got a few different. It's made of metal. It's got a few different like heights that it can be at. Uh, It's got a very like sleek silver profile and uh, like being able to look straight at my screen instead of like tilting my neck down it's it's a simple thing but it is a huge life improvement so that is my my second uh product uh best best purchase best tech purchase that i have made this year uh brianna what about you what's your best tech purchase okay
2: so i have my real Best tech purchase, I have one I want to talk about, which is my favorite tech purchase. So like you, Simone, it's Steam Deck. Um, Sorry, it's late at night. Um, You know, I bought this. I wasn't sure if I was going to like it just because I'm not a big Windows gamer. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. I I play Windows games occasionally. I, I feel like I have to spend so much time at my desk during the week that I really enjoy like going out to the den to play video games. That's like my preferred place yeah. to be able to chill. Um, so like the thought of playing Steam games, I just I was expecting it to be really janky and it's not. It's a uh, it's absolutely it's the Nintendo Switch uh, experience, but with your Steam library. Um, And it's astonishing the kind of games it will run. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake looks astonishing on this. It looks Mm -hmm. really good. Um, Christina helped me build a crazy powerful PC. And it looks, honestly, I, I prefer playing it On my Steam Deck, just because it's lower resolution and a little bit of lag, but it's just it's it's really portable and intimate and it gets you into the story. And it's Mm -hmm. it just it makes it more fun to explore that entire game in Steam Deck mode. So I will agree with you and we will give that product to the year because two beats Whatever Christine is going to say. <laughs> but I wanted to say my personal favorite thing that I bought this year that is just the absolute best money that I spent was going and getting a Sony Triniton PVM, a professional mm. video monitor, a CRT to play retro games on. This is an amazing experience. I have a RetroTink for, um, you know, like converting PlayStation, Xbox, you know, Dreamcast, all these older consoles to an HDTV. It's great. I love Mike. He's a friend. It, it's fine to convert those old signals to HDMI, but you lose something along the way that is magical and important about that era. Um, Additionally, it does introduce lag into the situation. Mm -hmm. So in going and getting an old PVM CRT, you get what really was the best color experience from that time period. You get to play it in the way that you remember it. And there's something magical about turning it on and hearing that Noise as the CRT kicks in. Yes. That just makes you happy every single time. Being able to play light gun games on it is magical. And, you know, it just has brought back all this fun of this library. I just literally have sitting in my basement. So, the um, Steam Deck is a better objective product for most people, but this is the money
0: I'm most happy I spent this year. Oh, I, that is, I, I, I like, a nice fun thing for you is yeah. never wrong. That's awesome.
2: Well, Chris, also the second fastest Princess Peach oh, Okay, and also, so, yes. <laughs> and also for your speedrunning career. And also for your speedrunning, but no, that's
1: great. Yeah, so my thing is also the Steam Deck. Um, Although yeah. I do want to go circle, I want to circle back uh, and uh, um, say how jealous I am of a breeze um, uh, PVM, although I did discover my parents' house I thought they'd gotten rid of it. They did not. They have a 32-inch um, a Sony um, Vega, which is a Triniton flat flat um, screen um, a TV from, like, 2004 in their house still that still looks and works great, that doesn't have a ton of hours on it, to be totally honest, because they didn't watch TV on it a lot, and um, now I'm going to have to figure out how the hell I'm going to get a 32-inch TV <laughs> delivered to Seattle, because the, it's heavy. But anyway, no, the Steam Deck is my pick. Um, you know, we were all kind of, I think, uh, cautiously optimistic. I think I was probably the most, the least skeptical, ironically, I think of, of the, the three of us, I was the least skeptical. Um, I, I, I bought it first and I was, but even I was surprised by how much I really liked it. Right. Like I was, I was surprised mm-hmm. by, um, uh, how much I think Valve just knocked it out of the park for their for their first handheld. Like I know they've had other experiences doing other hardware things, but this is a different sort of device. Their other and hardware
0: things have not been this impressive. Like okay, the, no, the HTC no, they Vive, haven't. I will say, but again, like HTC yes. was involved and also HTC like that was that, a right? very like high end product. Like it was so Correct. different from a ubiquitous handheld right. console. It's so good. Anyway, sorry to get excited about it no, again. No, <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 no. But you're dead on though, right? Because not only did they nail the hardware, which I think they did a really good job with, but the software, which they've been putting a lot of time into for years with the Steam OS, you know, this is using Proton, which is a compatibility layer so that you are able to use Linux to play um, uh, DirectX games. And um, that has worked a lot better than I expected it to. And a lot of that work is not just from Valve. A lot of that comes from other people in the open source communities, but Valve has funded a lot of this work and and I, I give them immense credit for that. Um, you can also install Windows on it um, if you want to and get a better, better experience. I haven't actually done that yet, although I, I want to um, just to, to play with it. That's actually one of my favorite things about this is that A, I think that for its price point, it is a really, really, like I'm, I almost bought a, a gaming laptop. I am so glad I didn't because I never would have yeah. used it. But this is, this to me, like replaces what I would have wanted a gaming laptop for because I primarily play console games. However, I would like to play PC games and I built a gaming PC and it's fun. But like, like Bree, I don't always like to sit you know, I'm sitting at a desk all day when I'm gaming, you know, at night or on a plane or whatever, you know, that's not really an option. This, I think, is a really solid alternative to a, a gaming PC um, or gaming laptop, rather. And um, it, I've played so many more games on on Steam. I've spent so much money, which is exactly what they want from me. You know, um, various Steam sales and stuff. Um, I'm just really, really impressed with with how um, good um, of a product it is. And Um, I I love it. And and I I love that all three of us love it. But the thing I was going to say that I really dig about it is that not only is it good for like playing games, but if you want to tinker, if you're somebody who wants to do retro games or you want to install Windows or you want to hack around or you want to do other stuff, like not only is that allowed, it's kind of encouraged. And so there's this whole sort of like homebrew scene um, for people who are, you know, doing alternative launchers, so if you want to place it from from GOG or the Epic Game Store, or if you want to get Game Pass working on it, people have things like that written up, and and that's really really fun, and uh, and and I I love that. So uh, I think absolutely best best thing. Uh, maybe yeah, I think my favorite my favorite thing of the year, honestly.
0: Yeah, like in an age where I think. Platforms are increasingly, like, locking down on people's ability to tinker with things. The fact that you can do that with this on a coding level is so cool. Okay, listen. Speaking of tinkering, (laughs) this episode of Rocket is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all in one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out among the crowd with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience and you can sell anything your products, services, and even the content that you create. Squarespace has got you covered. With Squarespace, uh, for example, you can get blogging. Squarespace has powerful blogging tools to share stories. Photos, videos, and updates. You'll be able to categorize, share, and schedule your posts to make your content work for you. You can also get started with a best-in-class website template and customize it to fit your needs. It's as easy as browsing the category of your business to find a perfect starting place, and you can customize it with just a few clicks. Like for example, like they have photography portfolios, uh, like recipe. Blogs, things like that, any kind of websites that you can imagine in this world, there is a slick, professionally designed template for you to go, oh, this person has better design sense than me. Uh, But the other great thing about it is that if you do have the good design sense, if you're the one with the eye for design, you can just customize it. Hey, it's up to you now. You have the power in your hands. Uh, You can also Sell your products in an online store, whether those products be physical or whether they be digital, Squarespace has the tools to get you started selling online. Uh, It is, I found it when I was like customizing my author website for Squarespace, super easy to upload any kind of author branding and stuff like that. Like I had a cool page with all of like the images of my books. It was easy to put my logo up on there uh as well as an author photo and just like anything that you would need for your personal uh brand to establish your online presence i sound like a robot right now but this is an ad lib what's wrong with me (laughs) (laughs) but I, i feel like anyway those tools go right into your hands um and i always like really enjoyed feeling like i had that modicum of control over over my author presentation, um, it was really cool to feel and like to have the resources to look like, you know, a, a more established perhaps author, even though I was just starting out because I had like a really good looking website, whereas I think back, you know, like 15 years ago or whatever. It it would would not have been the case. Um, Squarespace makes that very easy for you to look really professional, uh, look good amongst your peers and get your stuff out there. Head to squarespace.com slash rocket for a free trial with no credit card required. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code rocket to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That is squarespace.com dot com slash rocket and when you decide to sign up use the offer code rocket to get 10 percent off your first purchase and show your support for rocket our thanks to squarespace for their support of this show and all of relay fm all right so our best tech purchase is unanimously the steam deck uh what about worst purchase um, and we are going to keep it snappy. Christina, why don't you go mm-hmm. first this time? Tell us your worst purchase of 2022. And we we kind of covered this with the worst Apple product, I think.
1: But I'm curious if you have no, anything new to actually, bring to the table. Yeah. So for me, it's the Kindle Scribe.
0: <gasps> oh.
1: So I had really high hopes for the Kindle Scribe, which is the um, um, latest um, Kindle device. And it's it's Amazon's first e-ink device that you can write with. And I, you know, we, uh, we, I've reviewed some of the Onyx Books products on the pod before. I have a, a Remarkable 2, which I have kind of a mixed feelings about. I like e-ink tablets, and I like being able to, to write on them. The Kindle Scribe I was really excited about because I was like, oh, okay, Amazon is going to have the best reading experience. Um, it'll be backlit. They can come in at a good price. Obviously, they're going to be able to do basic things like like handwriting, you know, text conversion, right? Like, obviously, they're going to do that. no. Uh, There is no handwriting uh, conversion. And uh, the way that you take notes in books is not very good. And the way you get PDFs and other documents to the device is a mess. And so it's one of those things where if all you want is something to take handwritten notes on that you never convert and you're not really caring that much about PDFs and you like Kindle stuff, fine. Um, but if you want more than that, it's and, and this is what's annoying about it. this is why it's my worst product. It's so close to being so good because it is an excellent reader. The screen is better than anybody else's. I think that the latency is actually better than anyone else's. Um, you know, they were so close to having, in my opinion, like a a a product that would have absolutely just killed Remarkable dead on mm-hmm. and and really competed with some of the Chinese um uh, you know, um e-readers. And and they didn't, and um, so for me, that's my pick.
0: All right, uh, Brianna, what about you?
1: So this is a hard one to talk about because
2: I I genuinely love the company and I love the 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 CEO of the company uh, Prusa, uh, who make I think the very best 3D printer on the market, which is the uh, the printer uh, the Prusa SLS one. Um, it's a fantastic extrusion printer. I really, really like that. However, this last year, I bought their, their resin printer. Um, if you don't know, there there are two different methods for 3D printing objects. The first was you uh, extrude it with, like, a heating up filament, and then you draw the lines one by one, and it builds up, um, and it, it appears... Another way of doing it is what we call a resin printer. So you have a plate and it, it, you're in a tank of like resin and the plate comes down and then at the bottom of the tank, there is like a, um, a UV light and it shines the light in a pattern of whatever you're trying to build up. It adheres to the plate. The plate moves up a little bit and then it does another layer. So, The advantage with the resin printer is it can print things with a lot more detail and no matter how big the thing you're printing, um, it doesn't take like any more time to use 1% of the plate versus 100% of the plate. Uh, so if you're doing a whole bunch of copies of the same object, you can do that very quickly. I love Prusia, but this product has just been nothing but a disaster. Um, things keep sticking to the FEP film. Um, it's just it's this, this thing that you have to tinker with constantly. And unlike a, uh, a traditional like uh, extrusion print, when it fails, uh, resin is highly toxic to touch. So if you're trying to go into the tank, you're having to put on like surgical gloves. And you're always like worried, like, am I going to develop an autoimmune disorder uh, sure. from getting a bunch of this stuff touching my skin? So, um, I love Prussia overall, um, but I think this product has been largely a misfire in my view.
0: That sounds. I, I don't know <laughs> the mechanics of of three D printing, but that sounds like an an unpleasant experience. And I'm yes, sorry. It also smells. And smells
1: well, <laughs> and so do smells. I.
0: So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my worst purchase of the year, uh, is something that would have been our topic too for the day had we not uh done this uh end of year reflection a last pass membership.
1: <laughs> oh no, uh, Simone,
0: I know, I know, I know. So, why did uh, you not get one password? I I have one password for work, but I ha- have my which personal means you, which means. You-
1: we, but but One Pass reward reward gives you a a, a free I personal like account. I like the
0: interface better on LastPass. But now my time is up. <laughs> okay, so if you're not, we won't uh, dwell on this because we'll probably be continuing to talk about it in other shows. But basically, like, LastPass had a hack earlier this year that they, turns out, majorly downplayed. um, And people's vaults, majorly. like, major, I cannot emphasize enough the majorly part of majorly um so anyway <laughs> yeah if you have last pass stop <laughs> mm-hmm. even though it is nicer to use in every single sense of the word uh compared to one password ui uh which i still hate it's fine um Okay, so those are our three nominees for worst purchase of the year. I, 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 I'm going to vote with you, actually.
1: Oh, Simone, I, I, I think, I think that, I think that you no, tried no, to no, do no, the right thing. The way right it thing.
2: goes is we keep voting, and there's no winner huh? for five or six rounds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the oh, cannot blah, blah. end. No, oh sorry. God! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, in the spirit of that. Let's uh, let's move on to best scam of the year. I honestly, I mean, okay. So for me, everything about FTX, which I think is is Mm -hmm. difficult to call a scam because it it feels so much bigger than that. Yeah, Yeah. fraud. Fraud is a legal term for scam. Um, that dominated everything else in my mind. Like, I feel like my mind has been sandpapered smooth. What were the other besides okay well, NFTs? I think is one because Line Goes Up came yes. out like in January of 2022. Yep, we spent half yep. of the year talking about NFTs when we could have been digging into Sam Bankman Fried's financial records and breaking right, that news. Right.
1: But, totally. Yeah. And 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 then we had the 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 rapping um um uh, uh crypto couple. Oh. What was, what was her name? Oh, I forgot. She's,
0: she,
1: she, she, I love her. She's great. I love her too, but, but, but yeah, look, I'm sorry. I agree with you. FTX all the way. Like it, it does feel bigger than that, but also there's so many levels to it. I mean, Carolyn Ellison's Tumblr alone, you guys, like, yeah. it's so good. Bree, do you have another nominee?
2: I, I, I cannot argue with FBX whatsoever I just, I feel like for ethics sake, we need to give an honorable mention to the Bitcoin rapper. Everything about her, like she's, she, what's her name? Razzlecon. Oh, good. Razzlecon, Everything yes. About she's so good. her is like, she is that meme about have the same confidence as a, a mediocre white man. Like she, she has that confidence <laughs> and she has no talent beautiful. whatsoever. And she's a bad rapper and she can't put on lipstick and she's not that smart, but she believes in herself.
0: And I wish had that's so much more important. confidence. It's yes. so important. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That 100%. is percent excellent nominee uh, for best scam. Uh, All right, best game. And we are going to breeze through this one, I think, because Brie and I talked. Oh, but that was in a a booster episode uh, about our favorite games of the year. Um, My nominee for best game is still and remains Elden Ring. I, it's the mm-hmm. one that I sunk the most time into. It made me feel confident about like my ability as a player in ways that I have never felt before. Uh, I was challenged by it. I enjoyed it. Uh, it made it showed me like beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous vistas, um, and it was part of I think just a really like from its from its first announcement when you know. It was like, oh, FromSoft making a game in collaboration with George R. R. Martin. And then we heard nothing about it for years and years and years. And the Reddit community went absolutely nuts making up fake lore about it. That part of Elden Ring was enjoyable. And then the game came out and I was like, oh, they were not kidding about the tone of this. (laughs) Like (laughs) everything that the Reddit community made up could have been in the actual game. Um, And I loved Getting like I I enjoyed those jokes before I knew how accurate they were tonally, and then I enjoyed them in retrospect. Playing the game for however many friggin' hours I sunk into it, um, and just being a part of the online like discussing discovering all of the magic of that game uh, was really enjoyable for me. So that is still my nominee. Um, Brianna, remind me who your nominee for Game of the Year is. So
2: something has I've I've gotten addicted to a game since then. So uh, the one I gave you was Stranger Paradise, the amazing Final Fantasy game with I'm going to kill chaos, chaos, like like that guy, this hyper violent Final Fantasy protagonist uh, that's kind of in a Dark Souls world. Uh, So it's got all the style of Elden Ring, but it's basically set in Final Fantasy, but it's it's smaller contained levels. I love that game. I platinum that game. I I rarely platinum video games. I did everything you could do in that game and played it for 200 hours. I, I want to say my game of the year is Marvel Midnight Sun. Um, Midnight Suns. Uh, so XCOM, everyone that loves strategy games has put probably too many hours into XCOM uh, in XCOM two, this is an all new take on the, the genre by fire axis. Um, I won't get into it, but, uh, I will say it's 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 you're not trying to go across the board. You have a, a a deck of cards and you're trying to kill enemies as efficiently as possible because they keep coming back every single turn. Oh. If you don't, you're gonna get overwhelmed. This is a 60 or 70 hour playthrough. It's extremely good. Um, it's written like Mass Effect, so you're you're trying to connect with all these uh marvel characters that you know and love uh magic is a main character nico from runaways is a major character it, it's just extremely well done and that is by far my game of the year
0: awesome christina do you have a suggestion
1: i i i do um power wash simulator and and uh i uh in in a in an episode that was recorded and then was un impossible to release because of <laughs> problems on my ha- on my part. I-, I talked about this more effusively, but I really love the simulator games. And I have to say this has been my favorite thing to play on uh, my Steam Deck the last few months. Power Wash Simulator is a joy. I can-, I can agree with Elden Ring, right? I can totally understand. And if we have to vote, I can go with that. But I really, really love just like the relaxing nature of just cleaning stuff up with mm-hmm. Power Wash Simulator. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's mm-hmm. a really lovely game and it's just a really great way to relax, especially, like my brain is on almost nonstop. This is why I take edibles sometimes because sometimes I just need to turn my brain off. Another way, I, so I can do it two ways. I can get high or I can play Power Wash Simulator. So that's that's my, mm-hmm. my pick.
2: I feel like in the spirit of the show, we like Elden Ring is not going to hurt for awards this year. This is so We're true. We gotta give it and to I power and I think Wash. we should praise Power Wash in my view.
0: I I might have talked about this, uh, but we streamed this a couple times earlier in the year, um, and it happened. We happened to start streaming it a week that Jenna was out, and so Pat Clayton and I hopped into Power Wash Sim, and we like went into. Ultimate Zen mode, we power washed for two hours and we were so blissed out just having like lovely, you know, dad talk in power wash sim. And then Jenna came back and we were like, okay, let's stream power wash simulator again. That was so fun last week. And we were, you know, we we immediately like went back into like you know, our methodically washing down walls, and Jenna was like, what is wrong with all? I like. I feel like I came back, and you had all joined a cult <laughs> because we were so into it. We were immediately just like falling back into like, all right, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna use my like wide spray to really start on this wall. <laughs> and she was like, I, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. You're all weird. <laughs> um, to which, which means I completely agree with you, Christina. It is a magic game that can uh, make your brain do interesting things um all right moving on to our final awards category of the night our classic our most rocket category ever Mm -hmm. most effed company we do this every (laughs) year we talk about our most effed company and this year (laughs) i mean i don't want to start uh brianna who do you think is the most effed company well, okay, so this
2: is a tough one. We've obviously, so as we are recording this, Elon Musk has lost over $200 billion yeah, on, it's beautiful. On, Congratulations, Elon. It's, it's great. It's awesome. Uh, he sure didn't like me telling him that on Twitter, but that's a whole
1: other <laughs> In fairness, I have to give him credit. It was a really good, I laughed. I,
2: I don't agree with you. I, like, I, 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 I can take a punch. I don't agree
0: with you. I'm sorry.
1: Like $8, I can take a that's
2: fine.
0: so, it's so Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go on. It, it was like a child.
2: Like, like, come on! You're a billionaire. Like, write. Hire someone to write some better material than like a four chan. Like, eh, anyway. Um. So look, Tesla's in a really bad spot. Their their stock continues to tumble. Um. You know, it's lost another ten dollars this week. Um. So my instinct is to say Tesla is the most f- company of the year. But Christina, in our mystical lost episode that will never be recovered, uh, very correctly pointed out uh, some some things that I think mitigate that. Um, The first is Tesla is always going to have a long-term business. There are some people that think Tesla is going to be bankrupt in a a year or two. That's crazy, y'all. Their their battery business is solid. Um, Eventually, like even if they were to fall on extremely hard times, they can merge with another manufacturer that's actually able to put out cars and service them in under three months. And, you know, they're, there's they're not, <laughs> they are just going to get correctly evaluated, which is a very different problem, you know? So um, I think unquestionably, it's got to be FBX, right? I mean, it's not just that, the entire CEO suite of that and Alameda are going to be in prison. Uh, But it's also like, uh, you know, filed for bankruptcy. And it looks like this dream that, you know, Sam Bankman-Fried had of doing these media rounds and and promising that to some degree people could be made whole. That is probably not going to happen. To say nothing of the, like,
0: damage to, I think, like, crypto 100%. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Reputation-wise.
2: So in my view, uh, FBX is the
0: most – FT, f- company. yeah. FTX, yes. FTX, SBF. It's a, it, there's a lot of alphabet happening here. Uh, Christina, do tokens. you have a Sorry. different nominee?
1: No. No, nope. no. Uh, no. FTX, 100%. <laughs> it, it, there's, to me, there is no other company that we can pick because if you looked at – like, look, I have – and this is just shows how much can change in a year – you have at least one hat that you've paid over fifty dollars for that has an FTX logo on it because yeah. FTX was sponsoring um the, the Mercedes team. I have um an FTX um uh, bobblehead that they gave out at oh. a Warriors game after, after the collapse had already happened. And then they were like, We're we're not gonna do this again. And then I, I immediately bought the bought bought the bobblehead off of eBay. Um, and, and, and it is wonderful and I love it. Like, but but this was a company that like, just the collapse is just, as, as you said, I think not only is the company completely screwed and, and we'll see all the legal stuff and we'll continue to talk about that in in the shows ahead, but I think the impact, um, and and not only are people who had their money and their coins, they're screwed, but like the impact this is going to have, like the cascading effects on like the overall, the kind of crypto market, is is really really intense so yeah i i i think that like twitter could have been a contender you know tesla could be a contender you could say things about a lot of other companies you know meta Mm -hmm. other things uh but no ftx i think is it just like biggest scam of the year like obviously this is like the most effed company of the year because i don't like yeah
0: yeah, absolutely. Like our, our some of the our most strong nominees, our strongest nominees coming in at the eleventh hour. Yes, my joke nominee for this was Alameda Research because I knew that we would say FTX. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, so, which is which is also a great pick. I love that. No, but honestly, when the Enron guys, when the Enron bankruptcy lawyers are like, "This is the worst bankruptcy we've ever seen," wow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When the Enron right. guys are like, "There's fraud and then there's fraud," you're like, "All right, man. All right. Yep." all right those are our award winners for the year
0: we've got apple airpods pro second gen best tech product apple studio display wor- or sorry best apple product apple studio display worst apple product steam deck a unanimous winner for best tech purchase um last pass a unanimous <laughs> winner for worst tech purchase uh ftx S- Clinching the nominees for Most effed and Best Scam, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which just goes to show crime doesn't pay. Um, And uh, Power Wash Simulator taking Rocket's best game of the year. Thank you so much, everyone, for playing. Uh, Why don't we talk briefly about what we're up to this week? Uh, Brianna, what are you up to?
2: Um, I'm about to head back to Boston. Uh, It was so cold in Boston that Frank and I were like, you know what? We have a car. We can just Mm -hmm. go somewhere where it's warm. Uh, So we just uh, drove down uh, uh, to Florida. It took uh, a 19-hour drive through holiday traffic, took 28 hours in two days. So that was a 12-hour day of driving. Oh, gosh. And then it was a 16-hour day of driving, uh, of which I can't split with Frank because Frank cannot drive a stick. Oh no. So uh you so gotta work out. That was a lot of driving. Uh fortunately uh my seats are very comfortable. Uh so uh I had a good time um and you know i feel like for you to really i I feel like before you sell a car you need to have a really great road trip in it and i just had a really fantastic trip in my 718 cayman gts so that was a lot of fun so um we're heading back on friday and looking forward to starting the year and getting
0: back to work godspeed to the cayman uh christina what are you up to this week
1: yeah. So I am also back at work. Um, although I'm like kind of hobbled in, like today was technically my first day back and I, I, I was very rocky. Um, but I'm going back to the studio tomorrow for the first time I'll be recording since I got COVID. And since, um, I took a, you know, a time off for the holidays. So, um, yeah, just, uh, kind of getting back into things. Um, Grant is still in Florida with his mom. Um, we also did like a, a one day trip thing where, um, I flew to Jacksonville last week and then the next day we drove back to Atlanta, um, in his, uh, in the the, the car that his mom was going to give him, um, which is like a little Lexus convertible, um, super cute. But, um, uh, that was, um, uh, yeah. So I, uh, I'm just kind of getting back at it and, and trying to like get out of, you know, like vacation-esque mode. So that, that, that's it for me. That's a tough
0: transition to make. I'm also in in the midst of that right now. I uh, am back at work as of merely yesterday, merely yesterday, um, making videos for Polygon. And that's pretty much all I'm up to this week. We're going to be streaming again on Thursday. We're going to be streaming Grounded um, at twitch.tv slash Polygon. And that's pretty much like at the moment, we're just dipping our little toes in the water. Of 2023 and seeing what it has to offer um yeah okay that's it wow if you are a member a subscriber a boosty uh you again are about to hear an incredible bonus segment about some bizarre author drama and if you think author drama doesn't sound what could book people get up to you clearly oh, man, are not good. aware of the levels of depravity that book people can get up to there is no community that i am more scared of than the book (sighs) community uh so we're going to be talking about that uh but before that uh christina where can i find you online
1: you can find me at film underscore girl on the Twitters um and on Instagram. You can also find me at film underscore girl at mastodon.social. Um, oh. I think I'm gonna I'm good. I'm gonna try that again. I don't know. And you can find the videos that I do at work at youtube.com slash GitHub. And Brianna, what about you? Well, you all know
2: my amazing <laughs> and fun twitter account which is brianna Wu. so why not follow me on post uh that is uh brianna just at brianna christina you're on the. Oh, too. nice christina. i am um,
1: i'm yeah i'm at christina on post i, I should probably so start using we, that too we got yeah. it. dang we got him <laughs> <laughs> got him
0: all right you can find me everywhere at doom quasar and at youtube.com slash polygon twitch.tv slash polygon Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Rocket. We're happy to be back with you in 2023 with an episode that is normal and has no tech problems of its own. Only the tech problems that we speak about that other people experience. Uh, Thank you so much, everyone. Um, We didn't really have like a nostalgic 2022 moment uh, for us, but uh, another year of doing this show is always amazing. Well, honestly, we hit, we hit, we hit 400 episodes. Come on. We hit that's what I'm saying. Like we didn't do it last week. We didn't do it the week before. Now we're now it's our time to briefly do it. Um this is amazing. Another year of rockets is an incredible thing. I think when we started the show 419 episodes ago, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think we envisioned it running for this long and it's so cool that like now this many years in, like we're still talking to each other every week and like having i love it our boosties now um and of course our our our, our excellent new merch at rocket-merch.com um and that we get to do these like fun things like just chat about our the worst and best things of the year and 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 be ourselves uh talking about things that we care about so thank you everyone to another year of rocket Which we didn't get to say last week, but we're saying it now. (laughs) All right. This episode of Rocket is terminated. Terminated. Terminated.